Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now today I want to talk about the Japanese yen. When we look back at the first half of 2022, there have been many significant and unusual market moves, but few have come close to matching that of the yen, which has tumbled about 18% since the start uh, of the year. As Steve asked me not too long ago, is the yen set to go to 147, the 1998 high, or is a sharp reversal in the offing? Now, a bit of context from bond markets may help here. As many of you will already know, bond yield differentials, or the gap between bond yields of two different currencies, can be one key long-term driver of exchange rates. Today, in a world where most major central banks are signalling higher rates, the Bank of Japan has stood out by signalling no change ahead. This is because unlike many other economies, Japan's main challenge continues to be to create more inflation, not less. The headline inflation rate has undoubtedly crept to just above 2%, but many analysts have pointed out that this has been largely led by the move in energy prices and not more sustainable forms of demand-led inflation. Wage growth, which is one key contributor of rising inflation, remains notably absent. This has caused the Bank of Japan to stick to its guns on easy monetary policy and yield curve control, placing yields available on the Japanese yen in sharp relief to those available on other major currencies like the US dollar or the Aussie. Now, all of this together has meant yield differentials have moved sharply against the yen and the dollar-yen pair has risen sharply alongside. Could this continue? There are three scenarios. The momentum trade clearly favours dollar-yen rising further, with the break of the 137 level likely to signal a move towards 139 to 140. In this scenario, such a move would be supported by a continuation of the current policy status quo. An unmoved Bank of Japan would contrast with ever higher policy rates from the Fed, which would widen the yield gap between the two even more, pushing the pair higher. Strong momentum, of course, could support the move in the short term, especially if it involves an overshoot relative to the yield gap. A second scenario, though, is one where there is a key change in the interest rate outlook on either side. This could come even from the US, with rate expectations cooling later this year as inflation peaks and economic growth concerns rise. It could, however, also come from Japan, with the BOJ possibly concluding at some point that it no longer needs to maintain yield curve control in its current form, uh, possibly because it concludes the economic damage from falling yen, the cost of defending the cap and bond deals, or a turn in public opinion is no longer worth the potential inflation benefits. Under such a scenario, the yen could appreciate almost as quickly as it fell given how positioning and sentiment is almost entirely one-sided in favour of the weaker yen today. Now finally, there is one scenario where the monetary policy does not shift, but Japanese authorities feel the need to intervene in markets to slow or reverse the fall in yen. We would, however, ascribe a relatively low probability to such an outcome having a long-lasting impact. The history of unilateral FX interventions shows a mixed track record at best in terms of having a sustained impact on exchange rates, whether we look at the, such interventions in the yen or elsewhere. Overall, where this leaves us is that we continue to see relatively poor risk-reward in taking strong directional positions on the dollar-yen currency pair at this point in time. Short-term technicals clearly argue in favour of currency pair moving higher towards 137 and then 139 to 140 based on strong upward momentum. However, as we discussed in the scenarios, any change in the current policy or bonding environment could lead to a very sharp move in the opposite direction, which may leave investors with little time to react. 12 months out, we do expect dollar-yen to fall to 126 as the US dollar peaks. We would continue to look to commodity currencies though for potential upside or the euro for potential funding opportunities in the very short term, both of which is, as we, we see as offering much better visibility and arguably much better risk-reward than taking similar views on the dollar-yen pair.
So some potential ideas there to think about as alternatives to, to trading dollar yen. But we'll pause there as always. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.